You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. Gentlemen, start your engine! Triangle Tire, Tires for Life presents Dave's Corner Garage. The following is a paid program. Opinions expressed can sometimes be accompanied by hand gestures, which your sister may find offensive, but you think are hilarious. There's one in every family. Buckle in, everyone. It's time to get this show on the road. Time for Dave's Corner Garage, your Saturday morning joyride on Zoomer Radio. Got a car query? Call now, 416-360-0740 or toll free at 1-866-740-4740. Good morning, everyone. This is Dave's Corner Garage. My name is Alan. Beside me is... Brian Max, and we have a guest in studio today, Trevor Hutchison from Crown. He is the Dave used to call him the Crown Prince. I don't know why. Why could we not use that term? You know, <laughs> you know what you know what it was, Alan. Is I mean that's going back over twenty years, and and I think it was more when it started as a joke, and I thought it was going to die after the initial joke. Uh, and Dave really liked it, and I was trying to downplay it. And we could change it. Why don't we call it the Fresh Prince of Crown? <laughs> oh. we, we could do that. I like this. I think it's time for a change. And there's a remake of the Fresh Prince as well. As a it's of timely. Time. That is that is a very good tie-in. That is a very good tie-in. Anyway, good morning, gentlemen. Really great to be with you. Yeah, it's great that we're all back in the studio. And uh, uh, I don't know if you hear it, but I'm still protected. As much as they like to think that it's all over, it ain't over. I'm waiting for that large lady to start singing, but so far, it's it hasn't happened. And uh, I, in fact, I've got some friends that just came back from Mexico. One came back, the other one couldn't. It's it really is a a show. It it is a show. <laughs> we can, we can we can say that, but uh, you know, I'm I'm looking forward to a lot of the stuff being over and getting back to uh, to regular things. Exactly. And and we were talking in the green room earlier with uh, with Trevor how it really has disrupted. The flow of things, eh? Yeah, it, it, it's been a real challenge for anybody that operates in, a, in say, a retail-type business. And, and then that would apply if you've got a, you know, a, a small shop selling uh, antiques or furniture, or you're in the, the food business, or if you're in the automotive business like we are. Mm. Uh, it, it's been a real challenge on multiple fronts, right? We see, you know, even in the studio here, you know, putting up uh, businesses had to put up partitions, uh, we had to look at at doing proper sanitization to protect both consumers but also the employees because you know COVID had a big impact on small business. If someone got COVID within the shop, when we were doing contract tracing, shut it down. So the you know kind of domino effect of that was that it really backed things up and it's taken significantly longer for people to get in and get their regular services. Absolutely, and uh, later on we're going to be talking to Jack Bensicar, who, who, as much as we're talking about this is a new way of doing things, they've been handling stuff online and doing a touchless service for many years already. Yeah, Jack's got a business called Tire Butler, and he is the Tire Butler, so we've got the fresh prince of crown and the Tire <laughs> Butler here today. And I am the president of uh, Glen Allen, and uh, you are your official title, Brian? Uh, secret agent, I believe. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, make sure to uh, give us a call if you've got a question, or you're certainly welcome to give us an email. 
And uh, we're going to be back right after the uh, these following messages. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be right back. All right, we're back. This is Dave's Corner Garage, and um, I'm sure a lot of you people watch CTV News, and, and a great guy who's on there is a consumer reporter named Pat Foran, and um, he did a story this week. Brian, um, you're familiar with the story. What was it on? Well, the top line is about uh, a, a gentleman bought a used Infiniti, mm-hmm. and uh, he had engine problems, and turns out he needed a, a new engine. Now, question back up. How, how new was it, and what was the miles on it? Uh, I believe it was, here it is, it's 2019, mm-hmm. and it had 48,000 kilometers. Now, generally speaking, you get, what, five years or 100K is the yeah, most the, part? Yeah. yeah, especially with a luxury brand like Infiniti, you get mm-hmm. a little, little bit extra. Right. And, you know, he drove it for 20,000 kilometers and had some problems. Uh-huh. And, of course, turns out he needs a new engine. And uh, he goes to the dealer, and and uh, in the end, they deny the warranty claim. And the reason was he couldn't provide all of the service paperwork that's meant to uh, prove that the, the engine was serviced properly. Well, I mean, and, and, and uh, it's funny because I, I read the same story, too, and... and he almost just assumed that you're automatically covered, and 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 you, as the owner or purchaser, have no responsibility. But uh, that's far from the truth. You're absolutely right, and and you know this is the thing. I mean, in 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 my world, people ask me about buying cars all the time. I try to stick to new cars, but of course, people ask me about buying used cars, and I've got a couple of key considerations. And I generally, personally, I buy used cars because I think that's a smart thing to do, and and everything else. But when I buy a car, I make sure it's got the full service history and all of the records. I also make sure that it's never been crashed mm-hmm. and, you know, a, a couple of other things. But these are smart, prudent things that you need to do when you're buying a used car. It's not as simple as buying something with low mileage and assuming that it's it's got a warranty. You've got to put in the work to make sure you're buying the right vehicle. And that's that's really what the story should be about is is how to buy a used car rather than, oops, my, you know, I, I, I don't have service records and my warranty claim was denied. Right, exactly. Just don't just you know buy it and, and and assume that automatically everything is going to be covered because and this is one thing that we 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 stress at, at at my shop is that before you buy a car because a lot of times things happen that don't get reported for example uh people hit a curb people do some body damage the car gets hit in the mall if it's under three four thousand dollars they're quick to to just spend the money to keep it hidden you know keep oh. it on the dl Oh, you're you're absolutely right. One one of my cars had a a clean Carfax or Carproof, whatever it's called, mm-hmm. had no issues, and subsequently uh, during during our ownership, uh, the front bumper got hit and and needed to be replaced. Well, my body shop said, "Hey, did you know you've got an aftermarket front bumper?" I'm like, "No, this car this car <laughs> right. this car had a clean Carfax. It's not exactly. supposed to have been damaged, but here we are." And and things like that do indeed happen. And you know, my body shop as well. You know, they they are. They're happy, of course, for a fee to inspect a car um, before purchase. And I think that's especially when you're dealing with with something like a car that is not inexpensive. It's a good idea to have it not only inspected by a mechanic, but also a a body shop. Exactly. Uh, Because, again, it's I mean, I had a car I had a car in where uh, it was actually two cars. (laughs) <laughs> so, so the front of the car would have been covered by the warranty, but the back of the car definitely wasn't. And uh, you could see the zipper down the middle. And and the people selling it said, uh, "This is not. This is beyond our recollection." Uh, they they didn't know. Claimed they had no idea. I said, "You can smell the paint. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> it's that fresh." And uh, to the point where the 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 the, the prospective buyer made. 
the bad guy pay for the inspection, which I thought was a pretty ballsy move, but but wow. they did that. He said, I specifically asked you before, has the car been in an accident? And it's funny. I mean, there are people that will lie about everything, eh? Oh, well, especially when it, when it comes to cars. I mean, and, and when you're dealing with some some certain sellers. I mean, that's why, you know, Omvic uh, is here to protect protect the consumer. But, uh, you know, it, it, it doesn't always solve all of those problems. And, you know, if there's anything that I, I try to share with friends, family, and, and you know, my viewers on, on YouTube and, and readers, is that you, you've got to be smart when it comes to buying a car because you end up with, with problems like this where you could have a warranty claim, an expensive warranty claim denied exactly and and you've got to read the small print now trevor you because we we're talking earlier because of omvic uh, because of because of uh, uh omicron sorry got my all my o's mixed up there that, that your shops were back or not back ordered backed up with people and people wanted to maintain their warranty and you had to make some special arrangements yeah, well, and, and and maybe, you know, kind of in line with what you're talking about is one of the things under our warranty, and I think it's one of the strongest features we have is that, uh, you know, because we're we're in the business of helping people to, you know, maintain their, their vehicles, right? Like, mm-hmm. we're not doing rust-proofing, right? We're trying to help extend the useful life by protecting the body, you know, and if people do good mechanical maintenance, they can really get the value out of the vehicle. And and part of our warranty will state that if, say you get your vehicle sprayed, it's brand new, you get sprayed every year, you have a lifetime warranty that's attached to that vehicle. And even if you sell it, like if, if you sold your vehicle to Brian, that warranty goes with it, mm-hmm. right? So So there's a value to what you've put into maintaining it. If it gets in an accident and it goes and gets properly repaired, we will respray the area that's repaired at no charge to the consumer to maintain their warranty. But... Uh, you know, like you were saying, Brian, is that the consumer is still responsible to bring it in, right? Like that, that, that part is on them to do it. For, for our consumers, though, the challenge was is that they have to have their vehicle resprayed within 30 days of their, of their anniversary date when they first had it sprayed. You know, in some cases, we, you know, consumers couldn't get in for many months because of the backlog of open, close, open, close. So what Crown did is that, you know, we made extensions. So we will do, make sure we do an inspection on the vehicle, you know, note any issues, and then make, you know, make arrangements so the consumer is looked after. Now, and as great as that sounds, people still have to realize that there is some responsibility on the owner's part. You know, if, if you're the type of person that tailgates badly on the highway, you know, I'm trying to get that, get that great gas mileage. Your whole front hood is going to be filled with stone chips, and that's your baby to fix. You know, you can't expect, uh, you know, it's not like there's a, a, a plastic bubble around your car that will protect you against everything. Though that's that's for sure, and you know, I I like I, Trevor. You may be able to uh, enlighten me on this, but I like to think that that your customers, uh, especially when when they're going this extra step and looking after the investment they've made in a, in a vehicle, they're pretty serious about maintaining their cars. Uh, I gotta say, our, our our customer base, you know, and we probably, you know, just in Ontario alone would would probably treat you know one point three one point four million vehicles, you know, annually, but it's generally because of ones that would go and get their oil changed regularly that are looking to, uh, you know, keep their vehicle beyond a couple of years, but that do good mechanical maintenance. So yeah, that, that is right in line, Brian, with, with, you know, the responsibility that comes there. They don't tend to do it because they're not going to look after it. All right, we're going to have to take a break, uh, a little bit of break in the action. But one question, you have the very thick stuff can cover seams. <laughs> you know, it, it cover all blemish. You never see anything after. 
You know why you think this is two car? Okay, look, <laughs> look, look how even it is the flow of the black on the bottom. Anyways, we gotta run. This is Dave's Corner Garage. I hope the car starts. We'll be right back. You're listening to Dave's Corner Garage, brought to you in part by Haggerty. Learn what Haggerty is doing to keep car culture alive. Visit haggerty.ca slash dcg. All right, we're back. This is, uh, we've been focused primarily today about Crown. It's a company that's been with us and supporting Dave's Corner Garage for many, many years. Um, now, I do have an email question, and it's from uh, Mr. Jerry Taylor. He wanted to know, there's a, a product out there called Fluid Film. I'm not familiar with it. Um, I thought people use just digital now, but apparently they're using film as well, and it's called <laughs> Fluid Film. I, I don't know. Is, it, it, maybe this is something new or old. I don't know. Trevor, what do you know about flu, Fluid Fluid Film? <laughs> so, yeah, it has nothing to do with Kodak or uh, uh, any any picture taking. So okay. the, the, the idea is that the, the film part is how it would coat metal, and the fluid part is that it would have the ability at least somewhat to move, right? So, so the film would be fluid in essence. What it, what it is, is it's a, um, so with lubricants, you can have all kinds of bases to it, like petroleum base. Uh, you can have a, a solvent based product, water base. This one is actually uh, has lanolin in it, like sheep's wool. Okay, and so the the idea is is that this is used uh, as a lubricant in a lot of applications. In some cases, they'll use it as a rust inhibitor. the The, the challenge with products that are wax like, which this one is, is that you can't put this on electronics. You can't put this on braking components. And really, uh, it's a little bit like putting peanut butter on something. It doesn't creep and spread as to, you know, if you were going to try to protect spot welds inside the door panel of a vehicle, you know, unless you removed it, Mm -hmm. right? So, uh, you know, products like that, like Fluid Film's been around a long time. Um, You know, they'll tell you that it's been used with uh, military applications and all kinds of things. Right. Um, But the fact is, it's a little bit like using the right tool for the right job, right? Like, you know, could you use a vice grip as a hammer? Well, I guess you could, right? (laughs) If you're you're putting finishing nails in, you probably don't want to do that. Um, You know, fluid film is not used in the Canadian market traditionally as... Uh, as a rust inhibitor for the entire vehicle because it just won't cover the areas that it needs to be covered. So if you're still using a catapult in the war zone, um, it would work on it. It would. It probably would. <laughs> but if you had a real lock rocket launcher, no, not so good. <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> so do do Americans use fluid film then? You know, it, yeah. obviously it's a, it's a it's a, it's got a, certain parts of the country have a totally different climate. Yeah, absolutely. So so in probably the 26 northeastern states, um, traditionally uh, in the states, like like, like up in Canada, uh, like Quebecers, for instance, have been doing rust protection longer than anybody and, 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 and to their climate. And where they started with was they would use, you know, use motor oil or things like that. Um, you know, products and companies like Zbart, for instance, in the in the 70s were very big in the states. But again, it was because, you know, People wanted something to the very good, uh, you know, uh, Russian uh, accent that our, our host <laughs> gave us before. Is is they want to cover something up, right? It's got to be. Well, we're just going to cover it up. Mm-hmm. That's not rust protection, right? R- rust protection is 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 an is an active agent that's there to displace moisture to prevent a barrier. Uh, things like paint, or you put a tar, something that's designed to be put on once, is a barrier trying to 
you know, like much like the paint, like you explained about rock chips. Well, you get stone chips. Well, the paint on our vehicles there to prevent the metal from rusting. It's it's there for aesthetics secondarily, but once it breaches, it'll rust. It's the same thing. If you put a wax or a tar on metal and it breaches, moisture can get in. It will corrode, and what's worse is now that coating that's nicely covered everything up actually will incubate and accelerate the rust that can occur underneath. And and that's what really happened. Uh, Mercedes used to use a, a very prominent company that prepared a coating. The problem was is they had people putting their feet through the floorboards of the vehicles after a few years because of that very issue. Yeah, my daughter had the same thing, and she said, Dad, look at what's going to happen to my car. And she, you would never guess that, that um, a spot as big as a, just a pinhead could end up with something the size of a, you know, your, your sandal, um, totally ball blistered and whatnot. And she said, what should I do? And, and ended up going to the body shop, and it was about 1000 bucks. So these are things that you've yeah. got to take care of because they spread. And as you say, if, if left alone, you're going to have a hole in your car. Yeah, yeah absolutely. All right, I'm getting the wave around here, so we're going to have to take a break. And uh, we're going to be back with Trevor after the break, of course. And um, that's it. We've got some great stories, um, great things to tell you, great information. This is Dave's Corner Garage. Always great. We'll be right back. Well, you know, the snow is starting to melt, and I'm sure it won't be long before the birds will be back from their their trip down south. You know, it's a great time of year. It's spring. We all get excited about that. And, uh, you know, unless you're one of the many metal parts of your car, uh, and to tell us why springtime is not a good time for your metal parts is Trevor Hutchison. How are you, Trevor? Well, I am doing really well, Alan. But, you know, when you look out out today, like, look at the weather we had this week, right? We we went from, you know, minus plenty last weekend. Uh, you know, it started to warm up, got a little colder, and then on Thursday, 15, 16, 17 degrees, depending on where you are. And what happens when you see everything you do on the road, right? So imagine all the de-icing agents that were put down over the winter, Right. They're still on the road. And let alone this week. I mean, you know, what was it, Monday we had some snow and the salters were out again. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. I watched them and I said, do they have too much salt and they have to get rid of it? Otherwise they lose their contract or what? Yeah, it's like they're, it's like they're sitting in the, you know, the bins for the end of the year. we got to clear it out, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but one, once we start getting the moisture out there now, uh, really it activates it, right? So, so and... You know, we've talked about this for a long time, that, that corrosion is caused due to moisture. The the salts and chlorides accelerate the rate at which metal will corrode. So right? in other words, if it's minus 20, there's not a lot of activity. Correct. It's, it's a little bit like metals like our skin, right? So our skin has pores. So imagine, you know, when it's cold, the pores are closed. They're, they're tight. When it warms up, matter of fact, even when we apply our product... We heat it up to about 120 degrees Fahrenheit because the metal, when, when, when our product's warm and if the metal's warm, it literally absorbs into it. That's what creates the barrier. And so, you know, sometimes we were talking before about like a, a product that's maybe thicker or wax that you see on the surface. Well, if you took a squirt ball of water and sprayed it on the frame of your vehicle and you'd had it crowned, you'll see the water beat up. Right, And that kind of tells you that there's a barrier there, but this barrier remains viscous to continue to displace moisture. That's what it's trying to protect against. But when we get weather like this, now people are going to start to hear their brakes squeaking because, you know, they've got some rust jacking, you know, on the brakes. Mm -hmm. They'll start to notice, oh, I didn't notice I had, you know, a stone chip and now it's bleeding rust. You're going to see a lot more of that over the next 30 to 60 days. 
Now, salt, of course, is a problem to the outside of the car, but but even on the inside of the car, I know I've opened up the door and I'm going, ew, what's that white stuff on my floor mats? You have product for that. We do. So, salt eliminator uh, next to our uh, crown corrosion inhibitor is is probably our most important product, and we've had this for about twenty years now. About fifteen years in the market, though, we tested it uh, for over five years on municipal fleets on the the folks that were spreading salt on the road to see mm-hmm. and 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 it's specially formulated it, it it's a, it's a, a chloride wash that's designed to separate the bond of the chloride of the salt to to metal so it, but it works great on carpets so if, if someone has shoes that get salt stains on you get it under like i've got nice uh you know floor mats that mm-hmm. come up somehow i've got salt under my carpet which drives me nuts because Water gets in and carries the salt, and it's on the carpet. So, uh, salt eliminator, when applied properly, will remove that safely and not damage your carpet. Now they sell that in the store, correct? Yeah, at any of our Crown authorized retailers, you can get it, and it's 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 really inexpensive. Like you'll you'll pay around twelve ninety five, thirteen ninety five for a can of it, and frankly, it'll probably last you all season, maybe two seasons. I know, I know some uh, some places I will recommend this to because I I. Uh, as you know, I drive a different car every week, and not every car manufacturer will put the the all-weather or winter floor mats in. And I get into some of these very expensive vehicles, six-figure vehicles, and the carpets are stained with salt through the winter. And, I mean, it's not an attractive look for a very expensive car, that's no. for sure. Well, and, and, and you know, the, the problem is, is that every time moisture gets added to it, it reactivates it. And if it gets through, you know, kind of to the floor, it will actually get to where you could create structural issues, right? On the carpet, it's unsightly, but it, it, it's the bigger damage, like the bolting of, of, of our, you know, our seats to the vehicle, all of that. And, that. and that's why maintenance is so important. And that's why we're such big proponents of work working with uh, the mechanical trade because, you know, our interests are aligned in helping people that that if you do good preventative maintenance rather than breakdown maintenance, one, you're going to save yourself a lot of money and, and you're going you're gonna to maintain. Like I've, I've got a, a 2008 Honda Civic, uh, you know, that I was uh, privileged enough to deal with, uh, with uh, Mr. Redinger on um, and it's still running. We got 265,000 kilometers and it's in perfect shape. Yeah, and, and I've got one of those as well. And you know, they're they're if you want to keep a car long term, that generation of Civic is perfect. That's my yeah. uh, that's the, the 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 car my son learned to drive on. I have a twenty one year old CRV in the parking lot. <laughs> look, at the, look at this, we're all Honda guys. <laughs> <laughs> But you know what? Let's let's move up to the modern times and then and find out where Trevor's at with that. You know, gas prices have been going crazy, and it's part of been a uh, you know. Um, an incentive for maybe for people to look at new electron electric cars, battery powered and hybrids. Uh, is it more important than ever that they get these vehicles sprayed? And and how do you keep up with the technology? Yeah, so for for sure it is because the problem is the, the costs are going up, mm-hmm. right? The the costs on everything if you can get vehicles. Uh, is definitely going up, uh, but the technology part is is really important. Uh, and and right now, particularly on the heavy duty side, Crown's been working with manufacturers in the bus and trucking industry for many years mm-hmm. that are producing EV um, vehicles. Mm-hmm. 
but also on on um, the automotive side, you know, we tend to work with colleges because a lot of training for technicians, particularly heavy duty technicians, there is a real shortage in the industry. Uh, for instance, TTC, you know, partners with some of the colleges because there's no standardized certification course on you know, their electric buses, they're running tests right now on three different manufacturers. Um, And so, you know, you need to have very specialized training and the automotive industry is doing the same thing. And so that's why we like to partner with, you know, where are the technicians getting their training uh, and how do we then train, you know, our technicians, which we require to be certified annually to address issues with EV vehicles. And we expect that in the next 10 years, that our percentage of EV vehicles that we see in our shop is going to go from what it is now, which is a very low percent, to, you know, probably 10, 15% of our total vehicles would not, you know, that's kind of our initial projections for the next 10 years. And and we've talked about supply and uh, how there isn't any supply, which means people will have to keep their vehicles longer, which, again, equates back to you better take care of that car if you want it to last all that length that by that much time more yeah we we are we are very big proponents of helping people to to do it and that's why even when we you know when we start sometimes we'll get people you know that have vehicles that are 7 8 years old and honestly they shouldn't do the rust protection on the vehicle because of the shape it's in mm-hmm. right and so you know you know we'll ask them you know what's your plan for this vehicle what do you need to do with it you know you know brian's handing it down to his son and you know what he's going to college he needs this we can't afford anything else so it's like you know what uh you know we're going to send it to you know a reputable body shop maybe get this fixed first or you know go get the mechanical work done first and then because you know as much as as you know we promote you know crown and that it's not going to solve every vehicle problem and the fact is is that we are not in the rust protection business. We're we're in the people business because it's people that bring vehicles, even electric vehicles. People are going to be bringing them to our shops. You want to treat people properly, and if you can help them, uh, that's what will build you know your business long term. And frankly, that's what's going to help people because that's that's what they remember. People, consumers are better educated today, uh, you know, but they're also uh, very quick to go on Google, you know, or to share something on social media, and and are ten times more likely to post a, a bad review uh, rather than a positive review. Uh, so, but we have to do our part. Like, you know, we're being held accountable and we should be held accountable, you know? So we want to make sure that, that people understand what they're getting because for us, Brian asked this earlier, for us, we want our consumer to be educated because they're our best sales tool is that our largest generation of new customers and we average, you know, in in Ontario where we have a pretty... Um, established market, we average 25 to 28% new customers a year. But in our growing markets, like in the US, uh, our new customer rate is over 50% a year. So what we need to do is retain as many of those as we can, and we do it by educating consumers. Well, that's good that you do it, because in a lot of cases, you know, people will talk about how their, their kid is dumb or stupid because he doesn't know basics. Well, guess what? You didn't teach it to him, right? Um, I know someone who swore up and down they didn't have a spare tire in their car. I said, well, you do. Um, anyways, but, uh, and, uh, I'm going to have to drop that right there before I get into trouble. <laughs> yeah, don't get into trouble, Al. <laughs> but, you know, and, and, and that's where it's important, too. And a lot of times, you know, 
on the surface, these things look pretty good, but when you get a, a mechanics eye view from underneath, I mean, we've this time of year especially, brake lines, fuel lines. Uh, actually, a reporter from a TV station that brings his car to me regularly, this is the second or third time we've had to you know, piece in a piece of uh, brake line or fuel line. It's like, Al, I got that smell again. Um, well, you know what? We just... We we just try to save it. You know you don't want to. We're not going to take your whole car apart because sometimes it necessitates doing that. Uh, when when a fuel line or brake line rusts and it's on top of the gas tank, um, you know you you try because in most cases it's like, listen, the car's only worth a thousand bucks, so <laughs> let's not go crazy. And this is where your product and 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 to to uh, to say as well that. You know, your technicians know how to go to apply it. Um, they do training all the time. I think you have videos that show them how to do it. Yeah, we, we will. And I think it's one thing that's really helped us through COVID was being able to make use of the technology to train ones continually. Like, like we, we've had, like, we post technical bulletins out of our manufacturing facility where we have our labs and that. But, you know, like, take, take Fords, for instance. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a known issue with their EVAP sensors. Right. And, and, you know, one of the challenges, so for instance, for us, what we do with the EVAP sensor is we issued a technical bulletin to our dealers that we're not to spray in the areas around them because where they're located above the Mm -hmm. fuel tank, they collect dirt, you know, anyway. And so it's a known issue, right? There's, there's technical bulletins Ford's put out, but it's our job to inform our technicians, but then also to inform the consumer, hey, this area hasn't been treated. Here's the reason why. Because you know what, we have to stand behind what we do, and you know if 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 we've done something to a vehicle, we we're going to make sure it's looked after. Quickly, if people want to get their car on their their crown applied, where do they find out? Uh, they can go to our website at www.crown.com, and, and a lot of our centers do online booking, or they can get the phone number of their local Crown Center there, and that's right. Crown with a K. Yeah, com. Speaking <laughs> yeah. of online booking, you know uh, most people would have thought that. A butler is just somebody who's in a wealthy guy's home. But we've got Jack Benzikar, who's going to be with us from Tire Butler, who's going to say that you can get the same kind of service for a fraction of the price. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Dave's Corner Garage. We've got Jack Benzikar. He's uh, he's the big boss at Tire Butler. And... Uh, Jack, your your business is a little bit different. I mean, with uh, with a lot of us who you know play with cars like I do, I've got all the tools to switch over uh, my car's tires, wheels, and tires from summer to winter, and vice versa. But you take that that uh, hassle and worry away from uh, from your customers. Yeah, and and, and nice it's nice to be on the, on the radio with you guys, Brian and Alan. Um, but you you know, we're not sure how much time you have. You know, one of the things we do. Is, is you know I like to say we sell time. Um, we, we we are able to come to your house. We're able to bring the proper tools. We're able to. Uh, we have all the technology for the TPMS systems. We have all the tools for the different type of lug nuts and different type of wheel um, um, system setups that we can do everything mobily and and professionally and efficiently and and have you on your way. And and you can book online. You know just by pressing a button. You know we take what is generally a a three hour round trip tour so to speak where you know you're driving to a shop you're waiting you're coming back we do that something that takes you roughly four or five minutes to go online book and say hello to the driver technician when he comes to your house 
And you you store, obviously, wheels and tires for your customers, but the service goes a little bit above and beyond that because your technicians are trained to look for certain issues with your customers' vehicles. Is that right? Yeah, like you know, one of the sayings in the in the automotive industry is the tire is the soul to the car. You know, when you take off the tire, you you can take a look at the brakes, you can look at the CV joints, you can see what the alignment is, what what the, the setup of the alignment's like by reading the treadwear. And because we have no skin in that game, um, you know, other than the tire sales part, is we're able to to give our honest opinion to to the consumer and say, look, you know, your it looks like your brakes are wearing down. It looks like something's loose here. You, you, we suggest you call whoever your preferred mechanic is and get that serviced. So we're, we're doing a full, complete check of the things we can see while we're doing the wheels and tires. Now, Jack, do you give them a physical bill afterwards, or you just do this strictly online? No, so when you, you book online, you put all your information, you have an account, um, then everything, you know, you'll get a, a confirmation email, um, your credit card goes into the system. It doesn't get charged until the technician would ever come to your house and does the work. Once you approve that the work is done, you press a button on a pa- iPad and you get billed and that's it. And you get uh, your storage, your invoices emailed to you immediately. You get your storage certificate that tells you the tread depths of your tires, the positions, um, and, and if, any, if we found any damage on the wheels or, or tires. And that, that's another thing. If, uh, if a customer has some damage on, on, you know, these expensive alloy wheels, can you help them with that? Yeah, that's, that's a great thing that we do is that over on the off season, we then will repair your wheels if you so want them repaired. Uh, that's generally in the wintertime because we, we tell people, you know what, if you've got winter rims, uh, you know, and they're a bit scuffed up, don't worry about it. Save the money. Don't spend the money on fixing your winter things if that's what really what they are. But when we have your, your summer, especially OE wheels, um, yeah, we'll refinish them. We'll straighten the straightening. We'll 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 make them look like new again. Now, generally, what what's the cost involved in in the in, in a repair on a tire like that or on the wheel? Are you able to say? Yeah, it, it ranges anywhere from about a uh, you know one hundred and twenty five dollars to uh, you know two fifty, depending on the damage. Let's say you hit a pothole. And you get uh, bend on the backside of the wheel. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's going to be a it's going to be a straighten, and it'll probably be about let's say about one hundred and seventy dollars. But if it was on the front side. Um, you're probably also going to need some refinishing work because you're going to see the damage as well as having to straighten it. So that's probably you're looking around two twenty five or so. And this is where the, the that report you're giving is also important because it's most likely going to suggest that if you hit the wheel that bad. There's other damage besides the tire, right? Exactly, exactly. And there's going to be other damage. There's going to, you're going to have suspension damage, possibly. Um, you know, and and we'll also tell you, you know, how you know we'll send you the links if you if you can get if it's, if the damage was caused on a on a municipal road. Mm-hmm. We'll also give you the uh, the links to try and go after the city to get the money when you can. <laughs> are are customers successful in going after municipalities? I was going to say that sounds like a bit of a pipe dream. That one. <laughs> you, you know what? You, they get it done, <laughs> but it does take time. It, it's you know you, you can you can you, you it'll take a long time. But we've we've heard many success stories. That that's good to hear. And I mean, especially this time of year. And I find that this is this is my twenty first year in the in the city, and I have never seen so many potholes in the city of Toronto ever before and uh, you know all all i do is spend time dodging potholes instead of looking where i'm going 
We have a yeah, customer with an old SL, and he's about every two weeks. <laughs> I don't know if it's his yeah. vision or the 40 series tires, you know. But uh, yeah, well, that's it. We, that's why we first of all we tell a lot of people you want to, you know, you do want to downsize for the winter simply for that reason. You get more rubber protection from the on, on the road, and uh, a lot of these OE wheels are designed um, for you know weight saving. So they're 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 built very well, but they're designed. You know, remember we they sell more cars in California than they do in all of Canada, right? So that nothing's truly designed for our potholes, our roads here. Now, if somebody you know is old school and they don't have a second set of wheels, um, you actually do. You can uh, uh, you can help them out. You can change tires actually in the driveway. Oh yeah, yeah. We've been doing it for over a decade. We we have fully equipped trucks with touchless tire changers, um, um, radial runout balancers. Um, we've got all the air systems. We've got the power systems. We we do half of our business is, is uh, you know new tire sales, and that we're doing them for uh, for customers in their driveways. And yeah. a lot of uh, go ahead. Yeah, no. As you mentioned, you you put on the report that uh, the tires were taken off. By the way, are pretty much bald. Um, do you then email them back uh, some options as far as what you're suggesting they should buy for the following season? Yeah, we 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 will give them. You know, if they, we we give them their the OE option. So if they want the, the same tire that was on the car, and then mm-hmm. we give them some other competitive options, um, and and they have their time to decide. You know, and they see how much tread depth is left uh, on the tire. You know, uh, most of our customers, fortunately, aren't the customers who wait till like two millimeters. You know, two thirty seconds of tread wear before they replace. You know, they're usually replacing it, you know, between five and four. Yeah, but if you look on the other side of the tire, it looks okay. You know, you're, you know, don't <laughs> you keep looking at things on the bad side, you know? <laughs> There's still some tread there. I could probably get another month or two. Anyways, Jack, if people want to book an appointment, how do they get in touch with you? Uh, just visit tirebutler.com and uh, go online, and all their questions are answered there. Or you can give us a call at any time at 416-234-1688. Excellent. For those people who don't have a computer, they can use the old-fashioned way and uh, use the telephone. Maybe attached to the wall even, eh? Yeah, I, I remember those phones. <laughs> All right. The little chair at the floor there. <laughs> hey, there was a whole table there where, and the phone book stuck underneath. Jack, thank you for taking the time, and uh, we hope you get some action from this. All righty? All right. Thanks so much, guys. Have a great day. All right. Thanks, take care. Jack. Well, if you need some tires done, changed. He'll do them right in your driveway. That's a great idea, you know, because I get people and go, how long is this going to take? And do you have coffee? Don't have to worry about it. You can make your own. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be right. It's amazing. You can do everything online now, eh? Trevor, can you book an appointment at a crown shop? You can. You can. Yeah, and it's uh, the the advantage to being able to do that is that you can, you know, see what dates are available, what times are available for you, and if even if you have to if you have to cancel an appointment, you can also do it online. And uh, you guys have nice waiting rooms there? Uh... Um, <laughs> you know, it, I would say it's it's definitely gotten better. You know, we had to put up partitions for COVID and mm. stuff. But, um, you know, I, I think consumers are feeling more comfortable to wait. Like, we, we had a, a large period of time where we couldn't have anybody in the waiting rooms. You know, so we were arranging, you know, ones to drop vehicles off, pick up and deliver. But it, it's, you know what, we're... We're, we're making progress now, and so, you know, w- where we've got waiting rooms, they're partitioned off and people can, can sit there. Uh, we probably encourage them, uh, to, you know, maybe to bring something to read or bring their own uh, coffee, but we do have, 
you know, videos playing in there of both the process and, and even some of our shops uh, that, that highlight some of our, our trade partners you know, within an area. So somebody's looking for mechanical work or, or a body shop or someone like the tire butler, they've got a service. Um, we'll run promos for that as well. Great. And you've got a special on right now. Yeah. So a lot of people may have received in their mail, one of our crown specials and, and it'll vary from shop to shop, but I mean, this is probably the best promo that we run all year. Uh, and it'll include your crown application. It'll include a desalting of the chassis of your vehicle before the application. It'll include a, a fast wax application for the paint on the outside as well as a tire shine to it. And you'll get to take home a, a crown product of your choice with you. Uh, so you phone your, when you phone your local sender, ask them about the promo uh, and what part of the services they're offering. And it's a good time of year. It, it, it's, it really is. Like for now, the next, you know, two months is, is really the absolute best time of year because what you're doing is you're able to address the damage that's happened from the winter, mm-hmm. right? And the thing is, if you, if you do the regular maintenance, like changing your oil regularly at, at, at the specified interval, you will protect the vehicle. So it's not going to wear off by the time the fall comes. You don't need to worry about that. Right. And uh, in case of, uh, but but in terms, we talked maintenance earlier and warranties. Uh, uh, again, um, if if you if your warranty is just about up, give us a call and you'll you can spray it. Yeah, you know you know what happens is like people have started to go back to Florida right now. So we had this a lot like pre-COVID with, with snowbirds, for instance. Right, right, it's right, like, right. you know what? I started getting my vehicle sprayed in January. You know what? I'm not coming back till April this year because we're having a good time. But the problem is their warranty goes. So a lot of times what we'll do with folks is say, come in when you're back. We'll do an inspection on your vehicle. Next year, you'll need to be in back on your anniversary date and we're good. But like, you know, we're, we're not looking to get out of our warranty. We just want to help people maintain their vehicle. Well, especially if the car was in Florida. It, it's not like it got exposed to a lot of road salt. Well, no, you wouldn't get the road salt, but you know what we get in Florida on the coast is the salt air. Uh, and, and I tell you, with the tropical storms and the floods that they have, um, you know, I'm not in a hurry to buy a used vehicle uh, out, out of that state anytime soon. <laughs> I thought it was the bird poop, and I didn't know if you had a repelling product for that. You know? <laughs> well, again, if, if you protect the paint of your vehicle, you can, you can definitely help it. Get it off your paint. All right. Then I want to thank, of course, uh, Jack, who called in. Uh, who I guess we called him, Jack Benzikar from Tire Butler. Uh, if you don't feel like waiting around and you want to get your tires done, they're happy to do it. And they'll store as well. I guess. Yeah, they, they do everything. I mean, it's, you know, for for someone like me who, I mean, I happen to have all the tools from racing so I can do it easily. But if I didn't, this is exactly what I would I would do. I don't want to store my own tires and I don't want to do the work. And if you've got a Porsche where it's got that big nut, do they have the right tool? They they do, actually. The, you know, if you look at some of the high, ultra-high-performance Porsches, they, they have a single lug nut, and it requires special tools. And, and actually, the tire butler actually has those. And it's a good thing they know how to do it because I've watched the, the new NASCAR New car has also a single nut, and they've had some issues. They've had several problems, not only with the lug nut, but with the wheels as well. So it's it, right now NASCAR is very interesting to watch, and we're gonna we're gonna talk about some NASCAR news uh, in the coming weeks. But uh, think about NASCAR racing a stock car at the twenty four hours of Le Mans in France. Whoa, mm-hmm. that, that'll be exciting! Yes, pit stops and everything. Everything. It's going to be pretty cool, and I heard it's going to be a hybrid. Do they know that, you know, they don't appreciate bumping and grinding the way that the... <laughs> I, 
Everybody I, else does? Well, I, I think the, the NASCAR drivers are going to have to be trained in European racing, that's for sure. You know what they call the bumper on a NASCAR, eh? It's, it's called the chrome bumper, the chrome the horn. Chrome horn. Chrome, chrome horn. horn. Yes. So, I, I have used my own chrome horn on racetracks several times. <laughs> All right, Trevor, again, uh, how do they book an appointment? Yeah, so you can uh, go online for those that prefer to uh, lack the human interaction of phoning mm-hmm. and, uh, and uh, you know, look for the shops that will book online, or you can find the phone number online to be able to call your local Crown Center to book an appointment. And that's crown with a K. Dot com. Great. Thanks, uh, Carlos, for doing a great job as usual. Thank you, Brian. And uh, you're doing a great job. Thanks, so. Al. You're not a rookie anymore, you know. I, I, I still feel like a rookie, and, uh, and I still miss Dave. Well, we all miss Dave, but uh, he's watching from above. That's guaranteed. And um, if there's a way for him to complain, he'll figure out how to do that. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> this is Dave's Corner Garage. Drive safe, everyone, and we'll see you next week. This has been an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740.